Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. It's the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Your daily download of X929's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Monday, March 13th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. How was your weekend, Shauna? It was good. It was really good. Uh, our band played a gig. We were talking about this on Friday, but uh, yeah, just a charity event. Uh, this was for uh, the stand-up to sexual assault yes. charity, correct? Yeah, uh, and it was awesome. We raised lots of money. Uh, there was a great silent auction. It was like super fancy, so we all dressed up in our black and gold attire. And very nice. I saw the photos. You yeah. guys look good. Yeah. Did you it sound was, good? We did. Yeah. It was crazy because we had a great sound guy who does the same sound as like any of the big shows at Deerfoot ah. Casino. So pretty awesome. And that room was uh, sounded amazing. So it was pretty cool to be able to play in a room with sound like that. The Deerfoot Inn and Casino brings in a lot of like the classic Canadian bands. Hey, they like sure I saw do. Kim Mitchell was playing there. I think a few yep. months ago, like that oh, kind of break, show. Yeah, yeah, baby. Oh yeah, the well, casino that's circuit, man. Uh, yeah, it was great. So, what about you? Uh, it's kind of a chill weekend. We had the time change. Uh, it's still cold here this past weekend, but today it's supposed to warm up. 25 degrees which is from insane. where it is right now as we record this to where it's supposed to be this afternoon, Yeah, which is a wild warm-up. That's like a greater temperature swing than some places see ever. Yeah. And like their record high and record low will not be 25 degrees apart, and we're going to see it in a few hours here. It's nuts. Wild. I know. We um, live in a weird place. I already told you this story, Shauna, but I feel like it's worth telling in the podcast. I took the kids swimming on Saturday, and no sooner had we got in the water than the, there was, we were at the pool, and there was this huge swim meet going on, like hundreds of young swimmers oh at this meet yeah. and the alarm started going off and they cleared everybody out of the pool because apparently there was like a, a, a chemical alarm going off or whatever oh. um, so we sat on the deck for like an hour waiting for them to either like give us the go ahead to leave or to let us back in the pool and the fire department came through and everything and then we waited for another half hour in the change rooms because my boys wanted to to still swim and I was like oh we got nothing else to do and then eventually I was like guys we can't wait any longer we gotta go so we put our stuff on and as we're walking out we look in the window and they're letting people back in the pool I was like oh man so we ran back and changed into our swim trunks again and went swimming we were in the pool for again like 20-25 minutes and the lifeguard comes over to me and he says you should climb out of the pool and I was like what? Why? He's like, because I don't know what that is underneath you. And I looked down, and there was a dump underneath oh, me in the pool. Oh, no. And it wasn't my dump. Why? Oh. Sure it wasn't. <laughs> I didn't want dump in the public pool. Like, uh, how does that happen that often? Dump like, in the pool? Yeah. How do you just discreetly crap in the pool and then just keep going? Uh, like, I'm thinking it was probably a baby, and it got out of their swim oh, diaper or something. God. But... So I got out of the pool and I went over, we went over the hot tub and they blew the whistle and cleared everyone out of that pool and we sat down and people across us in the hot tub were like, what's happening now? And I was like, oh, there was a dump in the pool. It was right under me, but it wasn't my dump. And they're like, oh, gross. And then the lifeguard came over and was like, we got to clear the hot tub out too because some people came from the pool to the hot tub. And I was like, I'm sorry, guys. Oh, no. <laughs> So then we left. We were there for like four hours or something and swam for a grand total of 40 minutes, maybe. Oh, man. It was not a successful swim trip. There was chemical alarms. And then someone set off pepper spray in the change rooms. So oh, that, God. So the police were there. and it's a greasy oh, horror show over there. Like, what is going on? <laughs> Floating dumps. Holy hell. Oh. 
Yeah, well, we tried. We yeah, tried our best. That's all that counts, you know? Uh, on the show today, we're going to play some more dumb country lyrics for you. We're going to talk about something that was very big early on in the internet and isn't anymore. Got a little victories. Something Connor Bedard does not do, ever. The good things about being the youngest person in your family. A type of snobs. We talk about an uncomfortable word sprinkled throughout an audiobook. Wearing the same outfit every day. That's all after our Out of Context clip of the show. With that lower body, it's unbelievable. Look at the body. Look at that bubble butt. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Two different friends of the show sent me this clip on the weekend. You know it's good when. <laughs> friend of the show, Tim, and friend of the show, Fred. Uh, this is at the NFL Combine, which happened last week. There's a big fella, an O-lineman, running the 40-yard dash. He's six foot seven. Holy. And they're talking about his body. Oh, okay. He's the extremely long arms, underclassman, still 20 years old. He flashes. Look at the lower body. Just huge. He's got dancing feet with that lower body. It's unbelievable. Look at the body. Look at that bubble butt. Oh, my God. And thighs. I mean, that's the power generators right there. Did you catch that one part right here? Look. With that lower body, it's unbelievable. Look at the body. Look at that bubble butt. That's, thighs. I mean, that's the power generators right there. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Look at the body. He says. Look at the body. Look, look at the body. Just huge. Just look at the lower body. Just huge. He's got dancing feet. That's With that lower body, it's unbelievable. Look at the body. Look at the body. Look at that bubble butt. Look at his body. Does that like his body? <laughs> Look at the size of that guy's body. Also, I love the dancing feet. Yeah. Dancing feet, <laughs> bubble butt. Look at his body. Look at the body. Look at his body. I like six his five body. measured. That's true. And he's 305. Those measurements right there are, he's got good girth. He's got a good looking yeah. body. He's got a body. It's a real body. It's not a, he's not, he's got no flab on him. He's a, he's a real good looking guy. It's what you want. God, I love, I love it. Keep it going. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep talking about their bodies. Their bodies. Look at his body. Look at his body. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna Podcast. A friend of mine just posted that he bought seven pairs of the same pant and seven of the same shirt. He got the exact same outfit for every day of the week. And he says, at this point in his life, he just wants to be simple. That's all he's going to wear. And he was like, I don't care what you think about it. I think that's a great idea. I he's going he's gonna to Homer Simpson it, isn't he? He is. <laughs> yeah. And I got thinking about that, and I was like, wow, you know, like, I've never really thought about doing that. But then it was crazy because all the responses were a bunch of people saying that they do the same thing. Really? Like, I guess it, like, it totally takes the complication out of getting dressed. You know what you're wearing every day. And right? that's what he said. He said it eliminates the stress. There was mm-hmm. a lot of stress that he was like, was unnecessary. He goes, he knows that these things work and they're very functional. And for work, he doesn't need to have anything really more than that. So he goes, I'm going to wear the same thing every day. Yeah, he doesn't have to shop for anything else. He knows his size. He knows what he needs. Yep. And then in the morning when he's got to get ready, he just grabs a pair of pants and a shirt because they're all the same. Yep. That's streamlining your life. I it really, really like is. That. I mean, so many people love their fashion yes. options, you know, and the, the ability to express themselves through their clothes. So he's eliminating that. But if you're a person who doesn't really care... Mm-hmm. Then away you go. Well, I go thinking about it, and with you and I, like nobody sees us in the morning. No, so I'm wearing the, sweatpants right now. That's amazing. <laughs> I wear jeans and a hoodie every morning, and there are there are a num the number of times that I will look and I'll go. I should just wear the same thing as yesterday because I wore it for the four hours I was at at work essentially. Yep. And then I, you know, I'll go and I'll take it off at some point. <laughs> and then it's, it's hardly even dirty. And I'm like, why am I, why don't I just wear the same thing every day? Really? Sometimes I do it. I don't know if you catch it or if you care. I don't so, care. because you're like, the we time wear it for I've four noticed, hours. Yeah. 
Seems like a waste to launder it, doesn't it? Honestly, yes. So I was looking at this guy. I'm like, you're genius. And it, I think there was nine or ten comments. And it was a bunch of people saying they do different like varieties of the same thing. One guy said he had 20 of the same shirt in different colors and 10 of the same pair of pants. And he goes, same thing. That's all my wardrobe is. Then you have the, the shirt that matches if you want to switch up the color. So he gives himself Ooh. a little more. Ooh. A little he's more. He's getting crazy oh, he's today. feeling daring today. Is that pink? But that's it. Yeah, I could do that. With yeah. like Lululemon jeans and a Carhartt t-shirt. I could totally. wear that literally anywhere. So. How much of your wardrobe just sits there and never gets worn? Like yeah. I, all 99% of my clothing I never wear. So why it, do I need it? In the past when I've tried to branch out a little where I was like, oh, this shirt's kind of fun. Maybe I'll get this shirt. Then we make that's fun of you. That's the one that's... <laughs> Like, oh, what, check out what, Mr. New Shirt over what here. What you trying over there? It's not working. No. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> Go back to the other one. Nope. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Last week on the show, we were talking about the controversy around publishers editing certain language out of old books. Yeah. To make them more palatable, less offensive to today's audience. Mm-hmm. This is about the, specifically the Goosebumps series. You can hear that conversation on our podcast. Uh, we both disagree with the practice of editing old books. Yeah. Uh, but one of my best Buds, he heard that conversation. He listens to the podcast and he sent me a message saying he just finished listening to the audiobook version of The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Yeah. And in his words, 20% of that book is the N word. Huh. And I asked him, like, in the audiobook version, did they censor it at all? Did the narrator, s-? and he's like, no, the narrator punched every single one hard oh, in a southern accent. And that's a tough listen. Yeah. You know, even as someone who doesn't like books to be sanitized, that's a tough, that's a tough listen, isn't it? it? Totally. Spend like however many hours that listening to that. Yeah. Hmm. And I get it. You know, the book was written at a time and they want to maintain the language of the time and everything, but that wouldn't, I don't think that would be all that enjoyable. No. You know? Yeah. Uh, and I was also thinking about the perspective of the person who voiced this audiobook. Like, I've done some voice works, as of you. Yeah. And I don't think I would take that voicing job. I wouldn't. You know? I don't think I could, yeah. Knowing that you're going to the studio every day to punch a few hundred oh, man. hard N-words. I, like, I don't think I could no, do yeah. I would not look forward to that. That and, does bring new perspective to this, I didn't think of, yeah. And knowing that that recording would then be out there forever. Yeah. It's like, hey, is this you? It's like, yeah, yep. but I was doing it because it was the script and it's like Mm -hmm. I just wouldn't want that out there I wouldn't want to be the guy to have to do that you know yeah I never thought of that but you wonder how like actors approach that you know yeah if you're playing a role that requires that sort of language like I'm thinking about Leo DiCaprio in Django Unchained where he dropped dozens of n-words like that's got to be a very uncomfortable day on the set doesn't isn't it Mm -hmm. I mean I guess you you know, for him, maybe it's like this is part of like, you know, sh- sharing that story and historically trying to. So you'd have to go, go about yeah. it that way. But yeah, it would be uh, no, pretty uncomfortable. It would be very uncomfortable. <laughs> I would say uh, no, no, thank you. Yeah, no, I don't. I'll voice something else. Thank you. No, no, thank you <laughs> no, to thank that you. one. podcast. A friend sent me a photo of a store in Winnipeg called the Fabric Snob. Oh. Yeah. And I was <laughs> like, snobs. Mm, okay, I guess it's also an online retailer. It's a fairly big one. Um, and I mean, I 
Funny name for a store. It really is. Yeah. And fabric snobs are a thing. You're getting only the best here because I'm real snobbish about it, right? Yeah, that's it. You're like, okay, well, good. You know, that everything should just be called that snob. And you're like, well, I have to go there, obviously. The person is a snob. Fabric snob. Fabric snobs. Fabric snobs. Type of snob. Oh, denim. I didn't know we were working in the fields today. <laughs> <laughs> is that Gildon? You might as well be wearing the sun paper. <laughs> well, my sweaters are made of the finest cashmere, which can only be harvested from high-altitude Himalayan goats. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Burmese lotus flower, I don't let it touch my body. <laughs> yes, well, these gitch, the silk in these gitch is the work of one million spiders spinning. Touch them. Touch my spider okay, silk gitch. Okay, this is the most hilarious thing because I literally have... You have spider silk gitch, this too? Is, oh, my... I only wear the silk of spider ass. It takes the ass of 17 million spiders to spin enough for a singular okay. sock. That is creepy. We're spending too That's much time really together. Weird. I, I know. We need to take a break. <laughs> okay. Who's coming in for the next show? The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I took my kids swimming on the weekend, and my youngest, Brigham, who's five, he was upset because he wasn't tall enough or old enough to go on everything at the pool. Aww. You know, he couldn't go on all the slides, couldn't swim in the deep end without a life jacket, couldn't go on the flow rider. And Bo was eight. He's old enough to do all those things. Uh, and Brigham didn't think that was fair. Mm. He said, there's nothing good about being the youngest. That's what he said. And I was like, well, that's not true. There's some good things about being the younger sibling. Oh, I totally disagree with and that. The, and uh, there's was, lots of good things about being the youngest. Well, I was going to ask you because you are the youngest of two. I am the youngest of two. And yeah. I was trying to, I was trying to come up with some things to tell Brigham that were that are better about being the youngest. And I was kind of struggling. Really? Yeah, I was. I was the oldest. Okay. It seems like most of the benefits go to the oldest. Like, I disagree completely. Really? Like yep. You get more attention from the parents. You get. No, you get to I do think all the, the youngest first. gets more attention. You think so? Yeah. You're always going to be the baby. You'll always be babied by the parents. And that's true. But the parents just get busy. The more yeah. kids you have, the busier you get. That's the less attention better. you have to dedicate to each. Do you know how much less strict it was for me than my sister? That's the only thing I could come up with that's, that's better about being the youngest. And that's the, the huge one. Yeah. That is, that is the biggest thing, I think, ever, because my sister paved the way for me. Mm -hmm. my, she would get in trouble for stuff, and then when it came down to me, my parents didn't have the energy anymore. They're like, sure, I don't care. Or even like the rules were different for me than they were for my younger brothers. Yeah. They were allowed to do things at totally. the same age that I wasn't, yep. and I remember being like pretty upset about that. Yeah. Be like, this is... This is BS. I got free reign. Like, and that's a huge thing about growing up is you want that. You want less strict parents. You don't want the strictest of your parents. So yeah, that's, that's a big one. That's true. Uh, also, your your older siblings can drive you around when you get to that age. Ah, okay. Yeah, I guess I was walking or biking or getting a ride with my parents until I was old enough to drive myself. Uh, I know guys don't do this as much, but for girls, you can borrow the clothing of your older sibling. True, and I was great. I was going to put that as a negative because the younger one gets hand-me-downs. Yeah, yeah. So it can go either way. But the borrowing mm. of clothing is nice, too. That's or a bright way to look at it. a bunch of extra toys and stuff that you have because your your brother's like had that, too, and you have you know multiples of that kind of stuff. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, I get that because I only had my toys, yeah. whereas the younger one has the toys they get plus the ones that... Yes. Or so you got a real positive outlook on oh, this, yeah. on the whole being the younger one thing. I, I liked being the younger one, yeah. I really? really? No, I thought I, I'm going to re reevaluate my opinion on this. I yeah. definitely thought it was better to be the older one. No. No, and it, no. It, honestly, the huge one is the free reign, though. Like, yeah, seeing my sister and how strict my parents were with her, and then I just, I got to kind of just 
Well, new parents are so uptight, right? They're like, oh, I don't know. Should we let them do this? And then the second one, you're like, ah, whatever. Oh, yeah. I don't freaking care anymore. (laughs) The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I don't know if you saw this article last week, but uh, Connor Bedard has never eaten fast food, according to his mom. Ever? Ever. So this was something that uh, I guess they talked to his mom and she was like, yeah, he's never, ever eaten. And I was like, I find Not even that like on the way to a tournament or this something? This is what or- I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't fathom that. I was like, there's no way. And then I got thinking about it. And I was like, okay, so I, I suppose maybe if your parents are extremely strict, they would not give you yeah. fast food. But then I was like, he's old enough that at some point, like you'd think he'd be with friends and you would have wound up at a McDonald's at some point and had some sort of fast food. <laughs> Or even just been curious. Yes. You know, hey, what's this restaurant that's absolutely everywhere? I know, what's right? The, what's the hype? How would you not? I just, I, I I was like staring at this and I'm like, there's no way that's possible. And then I got thinking about it even further and I was like, but he has been away from his parents since he was what, 14 or 15? Yeah. Playing hockey. Yeah. So he's been billeted. And that means that he has, you know, uh, these these parents, these parents away from home that will make him healthy meals knowing that he's in hockey and they have to be like high performance meals. So they're not going to feed him fast mm-hmm. food. So yeah. has he not had the opportunity to go and get fast food? That still seems just so unlikely. It does, like, really. Like to never have even tried. I mean, I, it's not that it's almost kind of sad. I, and not because, like, you're missing something so tremendous with fast food, right? Like, I'm sure the meals he was eating were way healthier for him. But, yeah. like, you're missing out on some experiences then, aren't you? I know. Like, and that's what's crazy about when you start thinking about these kids and how young they go away, like the WHL kids, for example. And they will. They'll be bulleted right away. And they have such a strict regime. Mm-hmm. And they have to do certain things. And, and, you know, the teams are always really strict. I'm like, man, they really do miss out on childhood. Like, if you are in that system and you go onto the NHL from there and stuff, like, you get to a point finally when you start making the big bucks, and then all of a sudden you're like, there's a lot of things that I have not experienced. Yeah. It's weird. Well, yeah, you don't have you, a normal high school experience. You don't have... You don't. Sometimes you see some NHL players, too, and you kind of wonder why they're like that, and then all of a sudden you're like, right, you are maybe a little bit emotionally uh, stunted because you have been in the system for your entire life. Which is also true of, you know, actors who get famous when they're young, musicians Absolutely. who are famous when they're young. If you yeah. don't have that, like, you know, the experience of a normal kid, yeah. it might be a little different. Yeah, and we've and, talked about, you know, how many musicians you see that with, right? And mm-hmm. It's it's really tough on you because yeah you don't have that normal childhood and then at some point it it seems it, like it comes to a head you know. And if you gave many people the option between fast food or a life like Connor Bedard's, I think most people would choose the life like Bedard's. Definitely. But it's not just the fast food that he's missed out on, right? No. It's all this. So I mean, there's there's good and bad, right? Yeah. He's going to make a ton of money. Yeah. He's just he's, like you know he's famous. He gets all this praise and attention, but you also miss some things. I just want to give him a Big Mac. Next time I see him, I would eat be like, it. hey, just have this. Eat the burger. Try, eat mm-hmm. the, Put he's the probably, burger. But he, <laughs> is it too far gone now? Like, he's probably, I can't now. Die. I just can't. Yeah. <laughs> he will die. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I still, I still, I don't fully believe that, Beckler. I really don't. I find that, that he's never had fast that food. That he's never had. I'm like, maybe not McDonald's, but I'm like, I'm sure you've had some sort of fast food at some point. Yeah, unless, you know, like some of those hockey parents are just so crazy. And that's what I was thinking. That's like, why I was like, yeah. Are his if parents had the type? super strict parents, then yeah, maybe he did. He went straight to the billets. And of course, yeah, again, billets, you know, you can't feed. Can you imagine? Like the billets are coming back to his parents. Yeah, yeah, we just gave McDonald's tonight <gasps> after the game. Like His 
body can't have his McDonald's. Body. <laughs> his body is finally tuned. It will reject the McDonald's. It's funny because right after that break, Bree turned off the mic. So it's like, oh, I should have called up the his body his again. Body. So look at his body. But I mean, there are parents that are probably like that, where yeah. from from like the age of eight years old, it's like, no, you have nutrition and dryland training, and then like. Yep. And I actually, I have, I had a friend growing up whose parents were very like that, like. Everything was organic in the in the oh, yeah. house, and yeah. but the odd hippies time hippies or like hippies, yeah, yeah okay, yeah. Um, but there was still the odd time where we were traveling and we did get fast food. So, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. I had a friend growing up who was into triathlons, and he wouldn't touch any candy, any pop, any of that, just because he was so committed. And it wasn't his parents pushing; he was okay. just like. Just wired a little different, I think. You know, he was so focused on what he was doing. Yeah, there was a dude who I grew up with who was the same. He and he would, he was the one who like if you had a granola bar with like sugar in it, he would smack it out of your hand and be like that. I'm just like, can you not? Like, it's fine. I'm gonna yeah. eat this. I mean, like to think that you never have the opportunity to, like sit around at a McDonald's with your buddies and goof around and you know like know. that's those are memories, right? Yep. Those are I'm gonna you know Bedard has had his own memories. I haven't won a world junior gold medal i've it's goofed true. around in mcdonald's with my buddies before but yeah 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 i mean you do make some sacrifices in the you pursuit do. of being that good don't you totally and yeah again him because he was a special exception he was even younger yeah whl right so even younger than the other guys like yeah you, i always just wonder i'm like i i hope that you know it doesn't because sometimes yeah with those those people it does come to a head at some point and mm -hmm. it's almost like you're so deprived that <laughs> you almost go the other way, and I'm like, I I hope he doesn't go that way. Well, it's going to pay off for him. Yes. There's lots of guys who it doesn't pay off for. They never end up playing professionally. They never true. you know, make a career out of it, and then... And then you, yeah, you're, like, you're deprived what? of those experiences, and you don't make it. Yeah, I'm yeah. 30 years old. My hockey career didn't work out. I don't have education. Yeah. Now what? It's true. So After we were talking about that, I was like, I should reach out to my boyfriend and see, because he works in the WHL. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I wonder how common it is that kids haven't had fast food like that. So I asked him, and he said, honestly, he goes, the majority of them barely ever have, but have at some point probably. Yeah. But he said they hardly ever do. He also said uh, they don't drink alcohol anymore either. Like, Really? Yeah. So this, like... Stereotype we have of like the hard party and hockey player stuff doesn't really exist anymore. No. They're all just like little hockey playing robots. Yeah, that's what it seems. <laughs> little machines bred to play hockey. Although, I mean, it's not even just hockey, right? Because we've talked about how younger like kids that age just really don't drink anymore. Yeah, that's like, true. It's just a thing. Of, yeah, culturally, I suppose. And I'm sure this isn't unique to hockey. I think like no. it's just so competitive and so streamlined in, in youth sports that if you want to be the best, this is probably what you have to do, right? Yep. Yep. Treat your body as if it's an absolute temple. Yeah. Whereas, you know, 50 years ago, You're NHL players smoke darts in the dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> Chugging back booze. Yeah. And, yeah. <sighs> well, you can create your own temple. In a home from Shane Holmes. Oh, wow, in a that new was beautiful. Home. Oh, man. Good work. That's why they pay us the big bucks. <laughs> Shane Holmes offers affordable customization. You can change the floor plan of their homes slightly if you need to suit the needs of your family. Move a few walls, expand a room, make a room something else. They can do that. So if you're looking at a new build, uh, talk to Shane Holmes. ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Little victories. Oh. Little victories. Little victories. I sometimes forget that we have this. I totally do too. 
I know. How would you describe Little Victory, Shauna, to someone who hasn't heard it before? This is just a, the tiny wins, the little the little things that you maybe, you know, bypass in your life, but it, you take a moment and you appreciate that and you go, this is a cool thing to acknowledge. doesn't always have to be the massive things, just yeah. the little things. Little Victory. Uh, on top of, of course, longer daylight hours now in the evening. That yeah. was weird last night, wasn't it? Yep. Uh, that's nice, though, mm-hmm. especially as it starts to warm up here. It's going to give totally. you more time to enjoy your time after work. Yep. Uh, here's a little victory I was thinking of. I was shovel- shoveling my driveway for the umpteenth time this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, and I was looking at the big-ass piles of snow up and down the street, my block, and I was thinking that's a lot of moisture for the upcoming growing season. This Isn't is it? true. Because earlier in the winter, we were looking at kind of drought conditions. Yep. That sets us up for a dry spring and summer and for tough conditions for farmers and for the trees around the city and yeah. for wildfires and all that. Totally. So as much as it gets sucks to get hammered with snow kind of late in the winter like we have been, it does mean a lot of moisture for the spring. That's phenomenal. I didn't think about that, but you're absolutely right, Beckler, and that is a little that, victory right there. That <laughs> is a, a little big victory. Tell me about Maybe even a little big victory. That's a lot of victory. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I don't know why I thought of this, but do you remember when blogs were a huge thing? Oh, yeah. Like Earlier everyone in the, and their dog had a blog. Early on in the internet, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it was funny because everybody used those, you know, those different blog sites, and then everybody was trying to find out what they should do a blog on. <laughs> It was just like, what? What are you gonna do your blog? Like, what's your blog about? And people were just like, I don't, I don't friggin' know. Like, this was pre-social media. Yeah, but I guess, well, I guess it kind of was a form of social media, but yeah, I don't know why I had this flashback to that. And I'm like, podcasts have kind of become the new blog, where ah. everybody has a podcast now, right? Interesting thought. And you're trying to come up with the thing that you're going to do a podcast about. Everybody right. wants a podcast and, you know, like, well, what's the what's the subject going to be? I don't know, but we'll do it. We'll have a podcast. Nobody does blogs anymore. The no. written word is out. The spoken word is in. Yes. For Although now. blogs still do exist in one realm and that's for, for recipes. Okay. Anytime yeah. you look up a recipe, you'll find it's it's often on a blog. That's that's the only way that <laughs> blogs are still relevant. Outside of that, though, yes, every blog is now a podcast. It's not a podcast about a recipe. Nope. It's hmm. Yeah. I don't that's, know why. Again, just had a little a little thought. You know. Little that's thought. an interesting comparison. Yeah, that's a fair comparison. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, and so many blogs were just like devoid of any substance, yes. right? Unless you were a writer. Yep. Or had something really interesting to write about. Yeah. Or were really really funny. Most blogs were just a waste of time. No one was probably reading them, right? Yeah, I remember a boss I had was kind of pressuring me into into doing a blog. Or I yeah, was, I remember that too. Early on in radio, they're like, "You got to have a blog." And yeah. I was like, "Is anyone going to read it?" I know. So. And then you would, and you'd be like, "I know. This is this seems forced. <laughs> nobody cares. Nobody cares about my life. I don't want to have a blog about my life." Okay? Just like nobody cares about most people's podcasts. I know. Too. I hate to say it, but yeah. I mean, since since the dawn of the internet, there has been a subset of people who believe that just their day-to-day activities are of interest to other people. And that's true for very, very few people. Yes. Like, unless you have a v- super interesting life yeah. or you're ultra famous, mm-hmm. I don't think most people care no. what someone's doing day-to-day. No, I don't think so. Um, and there are so many, like, there are just so many podcasts now. There are so many podcasts. Yeah. And I mean, you know, if you enjoy making it, that's great. Yep. But gonna be tough to get. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to crush your dreams. Like if you want to have a podcast, have a great podcast. Yeah. But 
It does kind of be about something, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, like if you've got an idea. I see so many clips from like young dudes on the internet who are just like, they okay, these guys have a podcast. You know, it's like you guys can have these conversations without the microphones in front of you. It's more fun with though. (laughs) Although then it's going to come back and bite you in the ass too. So be careful. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Last week on the show, we played a couple of country songs uh, with some just terrible lyrics. Yep. Uh, One was Heart Like a Truck. Where she describes how her heart is like a truck. Uh-huh. Uh, the other one was all trucks go to heaven. Which is, <laughs> we were talking about how like the personification of trucks in country lyrics. It's. it's I was saying I'm glad that they're kind of acknowledging because I I think it's tongue in cheek. Like it's getting to the point where they're like, okay, we realize how insane this is getting, and like I think there's a few that are actually acknowledging it. I hope you're right. I think. I hope it is kind of tongue in cheek because then it's some, funny. Not all, but, but if, yes. If they're written in earnest, then <laughs> not so much. But in front of the show, Craig sent me this clip from Instagram. This dude, his name is Ryan Upchurch, uh, and he wrote a country song in the same vein. I'd be if I was a truck Oh my god Cause by now I've done broke down Someone would fix me up Oh my god I'm running with the rocks run through my heart I'm small but I still ain't stuck I'd be better off if I was a truck Okay, that's gotta be tongue in cheek, right? yeah, Oh, for sure, okay, yeah Okay, he's joking making sure <laughs> Holy really hell, hits that's the amazing. Truck properly. Yeah. I think I'll add that to the truck yeah, super I, I cut. I think you need to. Yeah, that's good. But even the format of a lot of these country songs where it's like there's a kind of a joke in the title or almost sort of a pun and then the chorus starts with that and then they drop it at the end again like it's really clever, really yeah. insightful. Oh, it's uh <laughs> it's something there's something happening in country and I don't I don't know if I like Just, it. <laughs> I love this one, though. I'd be better off if I was a truck. (laughs) There is a gentleman who works in our company, uh, and I used to work with him in Regina, actually, but he just celebrated his 50th year with the company. 50 years. 50 years. Holy crap. Holy hell. So how old was he when he started? Uh, Very young. I don't know the exact uh, age, but basically they they just named the newsroom after him, which I was like, yep. Yeah, I'd say so. His name is Jim Small. Yeah, I should be telling you his name because 50 years, that's a long ass time. And he was in news the whole time? He was in news. He still is. Wow, what a career. Oh my God. That's incredible. I know. I was thinking about that. I was like, that's a pretty big honor. Like, Actually, I was thinking that once you retire, Beckler, they should name the radio hat after you. (laughs) I'm thinking we should change the name. I thought you were going to say something nice. Of the radio hat (laughs) to the Beckler. Because you've kind of coined it as the radio hat, and I still want to get this one uh, engraved. It's going to have to say radio on it, but I would also maybe just embroidered the Beckler instead. Oh, my God. So the radio hat, for anyone who doesn't know, is a flat cap. It's like a newspaper boy hat. Yes. And so many bald radio hosts wear it. Yeah. Like we're, I think they're actually the only people wearing it. And I don't wear it. I make fun of it. Mm-hmm. Sean is accusing me of wearing it here. Yep. Uh, well, I There's mean, there's one hanging on the wall behind you. It is you because bought for me. When you officially shaved your head for the last time, you're like, okay, I'm getting rid of my hair. And so I bought you the radio hat and presented <laughs> it to you. It's a very hat. big ceremony. Okay. And now I think we should change the name. No way. You got to toss that thing on your head, and then you, we're going to name it after you, okay? Oh, man. You can't do that to me. Yeah, no. Hey, he's wearing that sick Beckler hat Can over there. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm going to start it. I'm and I'm st- dead, so I can't even defend. Oh, I'm not I'm retired at this point. Yes. I could yes, spend my retirement dead. clearing my name. No. We're going to start that now. I, every time I see somebody that I'm going to call it the Beckler. No. Like, yes, the Beckler. yes, that's what we're going to do. It's called a radio it's a, hat. It's the Beckler. Yeah. Do you... 
Anytime you see a newspaper boy out there, it's the Beckler. Everybody start this now. You're a monster. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.